Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Hello and welcome to Believe and Listen here at Blog Talk Radio with your host, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. I'm very excited about today's show because I have a guest that's going to teach me something and hopefully help all of you with something. It's about crystal gridding. So today I have a certified specialist in crystal gridding, Joanne Fava. Hi, Joanne. Hey, Carla. Thank you for joining me today. So happy to be here. I'm very excited to talk about this subject. It's one of my favorites. Awesome. Well, if you give me a second, I'm going to do a little brag about you here and give your bio. So Joanne Fava is an intuitive reader for over two decades. She is certified in crystal gridding. She's an ordained interfaith minister. She is certified in house clearing and also certified at the Red Lotus Mystery School. And she's an intuitive counselor. Those are just some of the things Joanne Fava does. But today we're going to pick her brain about crystal grids, energy, frequency, vibration, and all of those things that can help us enhance our lives. So, Joanne, do us a favor and just describe when people are like, what the heck's a crystal grid? For those that are saying, what the heck's a crystal grid? Can you just tell us what is a crystal grid? Sure, sure. So, um, high level because I could spend about a day and a half telling you, uh, talking about what it is, but high level of crystal grid is combining the use of crystal, sacred geometry, and intentions to manifest a specific purpose. So I like to, um, I like to use a description that Hibiscus Moon gives for a grid, and she calls a crystal grid a geometric pattern of energetically aligned stones charged by intention set in a sacred space for the purpose of manifesting a particular object, objective. Okay, so crystal gridding, um, because, you know, a lot of people I see, at least in in my line of work, you know, pictures of grids, and and I know a little bit from you and what you've shown me or taught me, and I know from experience you've made grids for me, that often people um, are putting up these pictures all over and crystal gridding, and I know when I look at them, I think they look just like a bunch of crystals put together. Now, I know that that would have a power in itself because each, each crystal has a frequency and vibration. But when one is really doing serious crystal gridding, and when I say serious, I don't want to scare anybody that you have to go out and get a degree in crystal gridding, to know, like a college degree, to know how to do this. But there is actually a form and a rhyme and reason on how to do a grid. And that's what I'm hoping Joanne's going to help us with today. So... They're used for, you said, manifesting intentions. What kind of things do people use a grid for? A multitude. Um, I, I think a popular one is, is love, and that could be a new relationship, um, assisting with existing relationships. That could be friendship or love relations, um, self-love, um, protection, uh, house blessings, job hunting, of helping to keep uh, more positive. So uh, there's just a whole host of uh, items that you can 
use for gritting. So you can really go from the big to the big to the small. So you could actually do it to have an intention to have a good vacation, or you can do a larger um, intention grid for healing of a, a major illness. Correct. So big or small. Yes. Big or small, and then also um, singular or plural. So you can also apply it to uh, working with a group. So sometimes, uh, if I'm going to be working with a group, I might set up a crystal grid to help me um, with communicating and working with that group. So, yeah, uh, or group healing. And if there's a natural disaster that's occurred and you want to help send love or support, you can set up a grid to do that as well. So, yeah, it could be big or small, like you said. That brings up a good point. It, what about this? You know how collective prayer is very he- helpful in a healing situation. Would collective gridding be extra helpful for um, a natural disaster or for a human being's health. If a, if a group of people were to set a grid with the same intention, would you get more power? Yeah, I, I like that idea. I think that uh, would definitely magnify the intent because what you're doing when you're setting up the grid is you're essentially setting up a vortex that sends your intention and, and energy wave out into the universe. So if you have several people or a group of people doing that, that just um, expands the the, uh, power of that intention. So, yeah, definitely. Um, That that, that is a good – you just said something that triggered a thought for me. You said sending out to the universe. What word did you use? Um, An intention of vortex. You're sending out a wave to the universe. vortex. There it is, the vortex wave. Now, which brings me to a crystal in general, I know does that because I work in the basic world of crystals as a medium. So I wear them. I set them up on my table. I do my own version of a grid, which I know is not the official way. And I I do work with them. But in order to get this vortex, which I love that word, and this wave out there, which really energy is, it's a frequency and vibration of waves of energy, you know, contracting and expanding and intensifying. In the grid, there's things like maybe you could just give a little brief description on, you know, the, what boosts it up, like sacred geometry, I know, which I don't know a lot about, is part of it, things like this, the types of stones. Sure, sure. And, and, and you want me to do this in just a few minutes? I can't spend an hour on this? I love this well, stuff. Well, the, the problem is <laughs> I do know you. Um, Joanne is a friend and colleague, and this could go on for three days if I don't rein her in here. So um, I think this would be right. a, basic, a basic explanation because I know that and I hear the word sacred geometry and my eyes glaze over because math, as we all know, is not my thing. So I'm like, geometry, I don't even know how to spell that. What does that even mean? But it's not that hard, right? So you're talking about a certain shape, right. and I'd like you to describe that. And certain stones, sure. maybe you'll give an example. Sure. So we'll talk about sacred geometry first, and we'll talk about the stones, and I'll keep it high level. So sacred geometry is essentially found everywhere. Everything that you look at, everything that you see has a sacred geometric pattern that underlines it, okay? And so that pattern can include um, circles, infinity signs, pyramids. I don't know if you've heard of the flower of life, um, five platonic solids, those types of patterns. And 
science has proven that these patterns are part of what makes up all things. Actually, the five platonic solids are the basic building blocks of the universe. And so what makes it sacred, what makes this geometry sacred is that there's numbers behind them and the sacred, they codify a hidden order behind the creation. So the, the formation of these patterns create and manifest into a physical thing. And, you know, that's, that's the power of, of the unseen and, and the sacredness behind them. And so, you know, when we look at um, the magical realm of sacred geometry, we can look at honeycombs or flowers or DNA, and you see all that beautiful geometry going on inside of it. And even, you know, ancient cultures like um, the Mayans and the Egyptians, uh, Aborigines, they built their, in their sites of worship around using these geometric uh, shapes. And so using that as a platform for your crystal grid, that in itself holds um, tremendous power. Now, when you overlay stones onto the geometric sacred geometry, what the stones do is, again, Carla, stop me if I get into the weeds here because, you know, I like to talk this. Um, <laughs> crystals, they are made up of atomic particles arranged in a definite, in a defined pattern and structure, okay? And these atoms that are, have protons, neutrons, electrons, you probably remember that from, from school, um, they all are basic units that emit a subtle vibration, and so even though the stone looks to be physical and all matter looks to be physical, essentially it's just vibrating energy. And that physical thing is emitting a subtle vibration. And so those stones that, um, that we're working with have, are emitting those subtle vibrations. And those are what we lay on the uh, sacred geometry to enhance whatever the purpose or the focus of our grid is. Um, does so that help you have questions I, around that? A little bit on the protons and whatnot. My eyes glazed over just for a second. <laughs> and no, I wasn't there that day in school for that, but um, so no, I'm <laughs> kidding, but not really. Um, so what you're saying essentially is you've got the pattern, various patterns to use for a grid. That would be the shapes you're looking down on, whether they're on a piece of paper, whether on wood and leather, whatever, however, you, or nothing, and you make them with the crystals. But it's in a certain shape. You take that sacred geometry shape and then enhancing, put the, you put the crystals on and you have like a double whammy. You've got the shape and then you have the crystals, correct? That is correct. Okay. Yep. Now, exactly. the st yep. <laughs> the stones, every stone vibrates at a different frequency. So, if at the mere basic level, say someone like you said, you started out with love, self love, love, love of family, wherever the case may be, rose quartz is known for that. So much of that grid might be rose quartz. If you're looking for something else healing or abundance you're going to go to a different stone with a different frequency and vibration to help in that yes that's correct exactly yep yep, yep. i was there that day and, at school <laughs> and what i wanted to say too is is you know what's beautiful about this is individually you know sacred geometry is 
excellent. Um, the crystal grids are excellent. Um, so individually, they're all powerful, but the sum of the whole the some of the whole is greater than the equal each of the parts, right? And so when you put it together, it's just exponentially um, more powerful. Correct. Understood. Understood. Um, can you explain what a basic shaped grid? I know that they can be very, very complex, and you know, like the um, the solids. Some of them are very simple. You have a pyramid, and then some are pretty intense, but. Can you describe what might be for our listeners? Because they're going to want to do these, and I know you can help them with them, and and you supply things through your website to help people make simple grids. But if somebody came to you and said, I need help with, I don't know, you pick it, you give me a story um, of a job, of a family member, of a spouse, something, what um, grid would you suggest, some kind of basic thing for the new person that would not get overwhelmed? Sure. Um, I like to work with the speed of life grid, um, and that's a very simple um, geometry, geometric form. It's made up of seven circles. Um, the speed of life is um, what some people believe uh, depicts the seven days of creation, and so it's a universal symbol for creation. And so if you're wanting to create, let's say, a new job, you know, to, to create a, a new job, then I would start them with the speed of life grid and then use uh, some supporting stones um, on that grid um, to help manifest what they're looking for. So, yeah, I'm laughing because because I hear geometry and math and I like glaze over again. You said this is a simple grid and you're like seven inches to say seven interlocking circles. I'm thinking what, like the infinity symbol, the triangle that did not seem simple to me, but I do know what that looks like because you have given me grids. You have made grids for me, and I do know what that looks like, but that was a little overwhelming for a second, all right? But let's go, we'll go with the expert and what you do. You, there's something to actual, because you're certified at this, gridding where you don't just throw on, oh, this is good for you know, health, the green stones. I'm just going to lay them out. Isn't there a certain number of each stone one needs to put on a grid? Yeah, and and I, what I wanted to say first is never underestimate the power of a grid. It might look like it's a simple thing, but really um, when you're putting a grid together, you are creating and manifesting and sending out an intention into the universe. So you want to be very careful with how you set it up, um, what you're using as your intention, um, you know, just to be sure that you're putting out exactly what you want. And so, um, um, what was your question again? I, I wanted well, to. Well, that, that actually leads me to a different question right there. And I think this is what happens with a lot of people to just clarify. Um, and I'm assuming this is right because this is in my work and in any all the metaphysical work I've ever done. You know, this is a big no no. You cannot, and correct me if I'm wrong. Make a grid to make someone else do something. You know, I, you know, women, men, whomever the case may do, I want them to fall in love with me. I want this person to be nicer to me. Oh, I don't like them, so I'm going to do this. That's a no-no, yes? That's correct. That is a no-no. And then also you want to be careful and sure that when you're setting up a grid, or if you're setting up a grid for somebody else, that you're asking them first. So, right, your intention has to be of, you know, high intent, 
um, and to, to do no harm. Um, yes. And you have to just really, you know, it's another reason why you have to be careful with it. So, and, and, it, and again, it doesn't have to be so complicated, too. Like you said, it, it can be a very simple grid um, done with pure intent. Um, you know, you can use an infinity sign to um, maybe I wanted to have more help with my job in my job. So I might use an infinity sign and lay on that four citrines, four pieces of citrine. And that's there to help, um, you know, to help expand and, and to grow. And that's simple and, and easy enough to do. So it can be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Or it, it can be, you know, a little bit more in, involved and includes other, other items. And you don't want to make the grid too complex and too involved. Um, you want to keep the message clear and simple. Well, uh, that does bring me back to that original question that you were asking me about. The number of crystals in a certain color, or is there a rule as to um, how many crystals can go on a grid or how many of one color stone? Because I remember when you were getting certified in this and, and you were doing some grids for me, which I did give you permission to do, there would be X amount of green stones or X amount of citrine, X amount of whatever. There ha- there's a rule, isn't there? Well, it's going to depend on your um, sacred geometry, uh, whatever that is, um, how many essentially points there are on that, that uh, geometric shape that you might want to put stones on. So I think the first thing is um, deciding what geometric shape you want, and then from there um, you can decide the stones that you want to put on there. So like I said, the infinity sign um, you know, it's, it's sort of it's sort of basic. You probably don't want to put a lot of stones on that, versus a flower of life, where you can put, um, you know, like 18 stones on that, and that's a lot. But so, and you really wouldn't want to put 18 stones on an infinity sign. So it really would depend on which geometric shape you you start with or are using. And I would start with simple, you know, because simple is powerful. It doesn't have to be a huge, you know, huge. Crystals, it can be small crystals. Um, it really, the, the most important thing is, is your intent, right? What, what your intent is behind it. And if your intent, again, is, is pure and, and um, clear, then really that's what the universe is sort of understanding and, and, and hearing and, you know, hopefully will respond to. And, you know, another thing I wanted to mention too is that you know, just because you set up a grid doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna make give you the end result you're looking for, right? It's like anything else that there's other items, other things that are gonna be affecting what that outcome might be. And so, but what the the grid does is it helps to um, give your again your um, message out into the universe in terms of what direction you want to go in. And I like to use the expression, where you look is where you go. And so, and I think the universe is always looking for us to help, you know, give it some direction um, as to what direction we want to go in. So, you know, I, I, again, I think there is always power in setting up grids. And sometimes we see immediate results. Sometimes we see results after a longer period of time. And sometimes we see a very different result. And I think, you know, that's just um, 
standard in, in this um, uh, in this area that we work in with, with the uh, spiritual um, realm. Well, I think that's the the key to manifesting. You don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. So I think if your intention is pure um, for the highest and best good in a situation, that's what will come out. And I guess I'm the one hung up on this number of stones thing. So I'm going to say it one more time and then I'm going to drop it. Uh, I remember you, because I want to know this, giving me bags of crystals years ago and they had a certain number in them because it was a certain number you were supposed to have. And like it was like, you know, four of this color, six of this color. There isn't a certain number. It depends upon the geometric shape. Yes. Of the color um, stone, the type upon... of stone. Well, yeah. So it depends on the um, geometric shape in terms of the number of stones that you would use. And then the color of stones is sometimes correlated to um, what you're looking to manifest. So, for instance, typically green stones help with manifesting prosperity. Um, black stones help with um, protection. And so there might be a correlation with stones in terms of what your intent is, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you only would use green stones if you want to um, set up a grid for prosperity because uh, citrine, again, is a great um, crystal to use um, to, to manifest. Does that help answer your question a little bit? Or I can just tell you the number three. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just not going to beat this over this podcast. <laughs> I'll ask you another day. But um, what I'm thinking of, I do know that um, because I, I want to make it simple for people and I don't want to make it complex. I know there's more than one color stone, but I assume that if you're, I had thought if you're manifesting a certain thing um, for a job or creation, then that's if the main power stone for that was citrine, then you had to have a minimum of six stones. And then maybe you would add in clear quartz or add in something else. I thought there was a certain mm. number, but I guess that I'm wrong about that. Well, you're not wrong. It, what it is is um, different. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be six. I like to work in sets of six, um, but that it doesn't necessarily have to be groups of six. So um, it, it can vary. It, it can vary. But you're right, probably two or three sets of six, probably two sets of six types of stones that we use. And then used an um, anchor stone, which is the center stone that is the mm -hmm. main focus of the, um, of the grid. Okay, so, and, and essentially when people, um, you know, for, for this podcast, for people who are new to this, I know that I've bought little mini grids and you've given me some mini grids that are sold and I believe you sell them and you make them up for people, you know, and they're reasonable. You yourself, if someone came to you and uh, contacted you and said, I'd like to do X, Y, and Z, you would be able to send them the, the bottom, you know, the shape and then the stones themselves. You, you do that for people, yes? Yeah, that is correct. Yep. Right. So, so yeah, and you can do that for. You would do that for whatever their intent was. What they could do it for their whole house. They could do it for their job. Whatever it may be, you can help them with that. Right. So we would have a, a consultation with them and understand what their intent is for for the grid, what they're looking to achieve. Um, get an idea of how much space they would have. To, if they would have some place to put the grid where it can be, you know, sort of tucked away someplace and not not touched or, you know, bothered. And then um, 
you know, work with them to put together what the stones are and, and the uh, geometry uh, to help support what they're looking to achieve. Well, that's good because I think that's very helpful to people because someone like me believes them, understands them, but then glazes over a bit. And I've put grids out and they work. And I don't want people to be overwhelmed. The idea of this podcast is to say, you don't have to be an expert to be able to do this. You can figure it out yourself, do a little research, or you can contact Joanne or somebody like Joanne who can help you to do this on a basic level. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could be a small grid, a big grid, and something like that. So let me just say this. I know that I want them to be able to find you, and your website is Joanne Fava. Uh, dot com, which is J-O-A-N-N-F-A-V-A dot com. And I know that uh, I'd like to give you the opportunity. I know you have a couple things coming up in your world of all the things that you do, some events and things. So could you share that with us? Sure, sure. Thank you. Um, I am working with uh, Touch of Sedona in Bethel, and uh, we'll be putting a series of crystal grid workshops out. Um, I, I have a three-part series that starts real basic and then within each second and then the third level gets a little bit more um, deeper into into the work. And uh, hopefully um, that will be either the, by the end of this year or in the spring of 2019. Um, and that will be on, I'll post that on my website. And then I provide, um, I'm at Touch of Sedona in Ridgefield uh, the first two Sundays of every month and offer intuitive readings. I also um, offer intuitive readings over the phone. So again, if you go to my website, um, all my information's there. Um, I, we should mention that's Bethel, Connecticut, and Ridgefield, Connecticut, for those that are listening yeah. elsewhere. <laughs> so, well, I know that you said that you had a client coming that you had to help today. So I want to say thank you for joining me and hopefully helping people get a little better idea of the power and how crystal grids can help our lives physically, mentally, and emotionally. Great. Thank you so much, and happy gridding, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, Joanne. Take care. Okay, that was very helpful, even though my eyes glazed over a bit there when it got mathematical, but that's what well, that's what we have Joanne for. Um, I will tell you from personal experience that um, I have had grids set up from Joanne. I also have bought um, little packs and put them up. And I am a believer in the frequency, energy, and vibration of stones. It's a scientific fact. And if you put an intention, like she said, into something, it absolutely works. Um, So you might want to check that out. Also, if you go to my website, CarlaBlaha.com, I have a lot of events coming up. I will be in Florida at the end of November, early December of 2018 in Fort Lauderdale doing groups and readings. There's many, many um, events coming up before the end of the year here in the New York metropolitan area. And I have a book on Amazon and Kindle, Get Your Vibe Back, because I believe all of you should get your vibe back. We all have a sixth sense, and we should be using it, because when you do, you're never wrong. And for those of you that just said, I've been wrong, I'm going to tell you you're not. If you use your gut, not your brain and not your heart, you'll never be wrong. The brain and the heart might mess you up, but the gut will not. It's always there for you as a resource. So I suggest you use it. 
Also, I'm going to be having many more guests. I have a woman who specializes in angel reading. She's quite well-known and very well-versed. That will be coming up probably in the next couple of weeks. I have a few mediums scheduled to join me. And please feel free to listen to my recent podcast. I have some great, a great interview with someone on chakras I did and past life regression. Uh, very interesting things. So I thank you. Blog Talk is a wonderful space here. And I thank you for joining me today. And in the future, I'm going to be offering live on-air readings. Sometimes that's difficult because I may read somebody they don't understand it and it's the third caller. So that's sometimes I'm a little hesitant about that because I'll get it. Or, or a client will message me and say, I couldn't call you, but that was me. I heard that. Uh, that happened to me. So sometimes it's a little dicey, but we give it a try. So are you all going to go out and get some grids? I think you should. It's an inexpensive way to really enhance, and you can do it on house clearing too. It's a really wonderful tool um, to balance the energy in your house, your job, a lot of places. So anyway, thank you for joining me today on Crystal Gridding. I'm Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.